Welcome to None of This Is Real. It's a podcast about stuff that's mysterious and weird. Uh. Um, I'm Doomsday Domini. I'm Sarah Sinkhole, and if you can't tell already, I'm sinking in a hole, y'all. Oh, we already sunk in the hole. We've been hanging out in the hole since the last time we tried to record uh, this episode. <laughs> no, we didn't try to. We recorded it, and then it was no more. That's what happened. And it was so funny, if, if I do say so myself. We were very funny, just so you You guys know. will never know how funny we were. It will never be that funny again, so you're lost. <laughs> well, so here's, well, here's the other weird thing. We have tried to actually record this. This is the third time, because the first time... There was a thunderstorm and my internet cut out. And the second right. time, I think I deleted it after we recorded the whole thing. So Either that or is... GarageBand has a glitch that's going to just fuck us in the butt every other time we try to record. No, here's what it is. Despite seemingly this topic seems innocuous, however, something's trying to prevent the information from being spread. And you know what? I will not. Be silenced. And neither will my vulva. Can't don't silence our vulvas. You know no. what though? I had a really good theory. Yeah. On the, what's on the episode on the lost episode, and I don't remember it. I when the one that lo- got lost, I had a good theory at the end of your story. So I'll try to remember it. <laughs> oh, we had so many things. We made up a whole porn genre. Let's just try to recreate it word for word. Let's go. <laughs> oh God. And then I think after I said this, then you said. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I said and, not or. Oh, shit. Start over. Okay, well, I do remember that you had. Oh, wait. Has anything weird or mysterious happened to you besides losing this episode (laughs) three times? Oh, God. Yeah, I feel like that's weird and mysterious enough. What did I I say last time? Oh, that word. Oh, dang it. Why can't. (laughs) Y'all, I am a mess today for just oh so many reasons I won't go into, but I get the dictionary.com word of the day because I'm a nerd and I love words. I'm a word nerd. And it was, funny enough, don't remember the word, but the definition was navel gazing. And I was like, oh man, I really like that term, navel gazing. And then I, a couple hours later, was listening to a podcast and it was an old episode from years ago. And the guy, the host of the podcast, said navel-gazing. And I was like, oh, man. It's I'm going to look the word meant up. for me to remember it. I mean, the fact that there's a word for that. And I, I also noticed... Accuse someone of navel-gazing now. That's what I have to do. Oh, because it doesn't mean gazing at a navel, right? It means being up your own butt? Kind of. Yeah, I guess. Now, see, I don't even remember. I just remember seeing the phrase navel-gazing in the dictionary.com word of the day and then hearing it on the podcast. Yeah, it's just, the word is just navel-gazing, and it means self-indulgent or excessive contemplation of oneself or a single issue at expense of a wider view. Boy, I've had experience with that. Both I me doing it myself I and say, I, having other people do it to me. I think me. everybody has gazed at their navel oh, at yeah. least once or twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. We all do it. We all do. But no, that's going to be what I just say to everybody. Just oh, wait. There is another word for it. Oh, shit. I just closed it. Um, I thought that was part of the definition. Omphaloskepsis. That was it. Yes. <laughs> Wow, what a word. Uh, It's a good one I'll never remember or say out loud. So, But at least I got navel-gazing out of the deal. (sighs) Don't be a navel-gazer, everybody. Don't do it. Get your eyes out of your navel. (laughs) Get it out of there. All right. So what weird thing happened to you? I told you a different weird thing, but now I want to tell you a new one because a new weird thing happens to me every day. Hey, at least that'll be something new for me to hear. (laughs) Something new. I've already heard your story. So if you'll remember on the last episode, we talked about how Teal Swan has a Facebook, private Facebook group called the Teal Tribe. Yes. I've infiltrated the Teal Tribe. Oh my God. You have to answer... You have to answer three questions, and it's like, what do you offer to the group? Or like, how would you comfort someone who's going through something and then there's like one other how did you hear about teal swan 
And so I answered the questions best I could, and they allowed me in. And so far, it's just a bunch of memes, but I'll let you guys know if anything bananas happens in there. That's weird. It's like any person who wanted to get in there could just lie on those questions. So why? I guess you have to have questions to get into a private Facebook. I don't know. I've never been on Facebook. You don't have to have questions. I put them for our Facebook group. Just What are our questions? Because, um, it's One of them is, is any of this real? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one I and like i can't it. remember I what the other one is how many times a day do you gaze at your navel i think it's like do you agree to read the rules or something like that okay so, so that's all I'm right keeping it I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that i just just to know that it's a real person and not a bot or somebody i don't know you know what i have a confession to make are you a bot yeah tennis yeah. i'm a bot i've been a bot since we met in sixth grade <laughs> Oh, you are the most realistic bot. Yes, I am the best AI that's ever been invented. Another thing that I remember from the Lost episode is you had a hindsight humor. I did have a hindsight humor. Do you want me to do the jingle? Uh Uh-huh, yes. Do the jingle. Jingle it. ready? Jingle me. Uh Hindsight humor. We missed a funny thing. Your face when you do that. You get so into it. Oh my gosh. It's called acting. I'm an actor. What's your hindsight humor? <laughs> my hindsight humor is that last week when we were talking about the gurus and we were talking about how people have accused them both of being cult leaders. And I really wish I could remember now what Bentino Massaro said. Because someone said, what would you say to people if they you know, called you a, a cult. And he said, well, we are a cult. We're curious, understanding, loving tribe or something like that. He like used an acronym. And I was do like, do you see my face right now? Barf. Yeah, I do. It's like gross as for real. And so that made me think of the thing that I've wanted to say every time we record, which is the uh, acronym f- that people use when they're trying to call somebody, a, a, excuse me, Excuse a me, cunt. Kathy. Sorry, Debbie. Excuse me, Deb. A cunt. Um, which is, see you next Tuesday. And yeah. it, it makes me laugh every time. I don't know why. but Because we so. release the podcast on Tuesdays. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I just love that phrase, see you next Tuesday. And so I thought that my acronym for cult would be, see you last Tuesday, Bentino. Because I'm a time traveler. Yeah, because like... That means see you never, you grody man. Look, I can't even think about last week's episode. I'm not getting, like, frustrated. Hurry, hurry. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do something else. Hurry, hurry. Let's talk about something else. Well, should I introduce the topic? Or actually, I have a question for you. Yes, you have a question for me. I have a question for you so that you can introduce the topic. I'm listening, and I will uh, inform you as much as I can. Please. Sarah... Can you please tell me, what the fuck is a globster? (laughs) A globster, y'all, is also known as a blob. As if globster wasn't good enough. It has a nickname, which is blob. Um, And it's an organic mass that is unidentified that washes up on the shoreline of an ocean or other body of water and is hard to identify, especially by people who find it who are not scientists basically so the to- the toim the toim gloipster <laughs> can i can i tell you something really mm. quick uh-huh every single i have to say absorb for yeah. as part of my job it's, right i have to say it it's a it's a common word really often um and i cannot i i i'm gonna slip up one day and say absorb i know i'm going every to, time and you I think, think about absorb. it Every time I'm like, don't say absorb, don't say absorb. It's absorb. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. It. Go ahead. Oh, it's okay. I have stuff I think like that, random thoughts that are from years and years ago from something. So maybe I hope absorb never leaves your mind. I hope you're forever tortured by the fear that you're going to say absorb. It's absorbed into my brain. Well, I feel like last episode or last time we tried to record this, there was some noise happening in the background. This time it's my child gleefully giggling. So I guess that's not bad, right? And I think your neighbors are 
having a gathering and also there was a cricket in your room so um, yeah there's there may or may not be a cricket in my room my neighbors are having a rager and my son is giggling maniacally so <laughs> enjoy anyways what were you saying about a toim you're welcome oh okay the toim gloipster was coined <laughs> the toim gloipster was coined in my groin oh no I do not want a Gloibs the Coin to my groin. <laughs> it's the Gloibs the Coin groin. Stop. Come on down to the Gloibs the Coin groin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. I'm going to oh, cry. Okay. I do have a tear come. A tear's coming from mine eyes. All right. <laughs> Ugh, the term Globster was coined by Ivan T. Sanderson in 196. <laughs> In the year 196. B.C.E. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <clears throat> it's, that's what it says in my notes, but I think it's 1960. That sounds right. That makes sense. To, mm-hmm, in 1960. To describe the Tasmanian carcass, which was said to have no visible eyes, no defined head, and no apparent bone structure, which is what some people have said about me. <laughs> you have visible eyes. There they are. Those are fake eyes. Remember, I'm a bot. <laughs> That's right. That's why. You're a globster uh, bot. No, I just, you know. Okay, so this guy, there was a thing that washed up and he called it a globster. He called it a globster okay. in 1960 because he gotcha. was really, he was tripping balls. In either um, all right. 1960 or 196. We don't know. Either or. It Same. doesn't matter, really. It's not that Who cares? Different. Same thing. No. Oh, okay. Everybody remembers the 190s. That was a crazy decade full oh of... Oh, my God. That's when people were wearing, like, the wooden counterculture. <laughs> the haircuts, am I right? All right. Jesus. Okay. So, some globsters lack bones or other recognizable structures, while others may have bones or tentacles, flippers, eyes, or other features that help you narrow down the possible species. In the past, they were sometimes described as sea monsters, and myths and legends about such monsters may often have started with the appearance of a globster. Many globsters have initially been described as giant octopuses, (laughs) though they later turned out to be decayed carcasses of whales or large sharks. Many are masses of whale blubber released from decaying whale corpses. (laughs) I like the way you say that. Decaying whale corpses. I'm trying to regain composure, but for some reason, the giggles are just really hard to contain right now. Okay. It's okay. Others, initially thought to be dead plesiosaurs, later turned out to be the decayed carcasses of basking sharks. Others remain unexplained. Mm. So, this idea excites me personally because I, uh, I love sea monsters, and I think the ocean is enormous. Um, so who the hell knows what's in there? Could be anything. And oh, also, I, this is what I wrote down in my notes about the coelacanth because people thought the coelacanth was extinct sixty-six million years ago, and then they f- they found one off the coast of South Africa in nineteen thirty-eight. That's so, so rad. Who, who the hell knows what's going on down there, down in the depths in the murky depths? That's what people say about me. Who the hell knows what's going on in her murky depths? Ew. All right. I forgot to say my sources. So I'm going to say them now, if that's okay with everyone. I'm fine with it. Okay. Wikimillie.com, obscurebanlegend.fandom.com, <laughs> Parallel Worlds blog, and of course, Wikipedia. Yikes. You're welcome. I'm going to apologize. She's going to say you're welcome, and I'm going to say so sorry to have subjected your eardrums to whatever that was. You're welcome. All right. Sorry, you're welcome. So I'm going to talk about one globster in particular. Ooh, which which globster? I'm going to talk about the Panama creature. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and it's got lots of other names, which are way cooler than Panama creature. Like the Panama monster, Panama E.T., Cerro Azul Monster, Blue Stream Monster, or my favorite, the Blue Hill Horror. So this was this was a carcass that was discovered by four or five teenagers aged between 14 and 16. 
uh, near the town of Cerro Azul, Panama in September 2009. So this bunch of teens were just hanging out like teens do. Were they vaping? They were probably vaping and twittering and... It was 2009. Did we have vaping? Giffing each other. Uh, I don't know. That's what teens do nowadays. No, I said giffing. (laughs) I said kissing each other. I was like, that's kind of sweet. That's fine. Yeah, no. I don't want to think about that. So they're hanging out. The teenage. The (laughs) teenage. Oh, my God. Teenaged people is what I was trying to say. Friggin' A, the teenagers, y'all. They were hanging out, okay? And then a creature came out of a cave. And so they got really freaked out, and they beat it to death with sticks and rocks. This is their story. So I'm on board with, like, being terrified because the creature came out of a cave towards you. But you could just run. Yeah, you don't have to be so violent. No, they killed it. Anyway, so then they got... Uh, They picked up its corpse and threw it into a pool of water, and then they ran away. According to their story, they later returned and took photographs of the corpse and then sent the pictures to Telemetro, which is a Panamanian television station. Um, And in an article for The Sun, a journalist named Virginia Wheeler claimed that the discovery, quote, sparked fear and confusion all over town, which I get that too. A few days after the photographs were taken, one of the teenagers gave a different account in an interview with Telemetro Reporter. With a Telemetro Reporter. (laughs) (laughs) So this kid said he was in the river and he felt something grabbing his legs. That's hot. That sounds sexy. You creepazoid. So they took it out of the water and they threw rocks and sticks at it. We had never seen anything like that. Um, now, I guess, is the time that you should Google the picture. Okay. Pretend you never saw it before. I'll, I'll try to give you the same reaction as before. I, I That's, like, it. really one of my regrets of losing that episode, because the way that you reacted when you first saw this picture. <laughs> okay, I'll try to do the same thing. I've been um, working on forgetting it for the last couple of days. Okay, so I'm sure you have. Now. It's very disturbing. Just put all those Hollywood skills to use and act like you've <laughs> never seen it before. Okay. Here we go. Okay. You ready? All right. Look at it. Okay. Look at it. Never, ever seen it before. (laughs) Never once. (laughs) Ever. Oh, God. In this life or any other. No, you've never seen it. Incarnation. You forget completely what it looks like. Okay. Are you ready? I'm going to look at it. It's so bad. It's so bad. I I don't need to ever look at it again. It's it's in my head forever. Okay. Okay. Ugh. (laughs) Oh my god! That's a thing I've never seen. Oh, isn't that so disturbing? Like you've never seen anything like it before, ever, once, never. It is really fucking weird. It's really gross. Everybody should Google it right now. Go one, ahead. One of these pictures very much looks like an alien, and then there's another angle where it looks like it's just sunning itself on a rock and relaxing. Yeah, it looks like it's got the vapors. It's like, oh no. Oh. Pardon oh, my me. lord, I need a mint julep. <laughs> uh-huh. The Panama creature is a straight-up southern bell. Yes. That's just so everybody knows. All right. So if you can't Google it, I'm going to describe it for you. It's and really then you gross. can Google it later, and then you will curse our names and maybe get a little bit turned on. I don't know. It's yeah. whatever you want. It's your thing. Yeah. There Ugh. is one where it kind of looks like spread eagle, like it's exposing itself. So, I mean... It's one dirty, dirty globster. It's a dirty globster. <laughs> you dirty oh globster. We did we did come up with a really good idea in the last episode. Yeah, in what was it? The Glob- lost episode. Glob- Globsterotica. Yeah. That's what it was. I knew we made a portmanteau, but I couldn't remember, because I can't even remember normal words today. TM, Globsterotica. TM, TM, nobody else. Because there's erotica about dinosaur sex and Bigfoot. And oh, I told you on the last episode about, or the last time we recorded about that one, the elf erotica I read that was free yes. on my Kindle. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, 30, 30 seconds or thirty minutes of nipple play about an elf's little nipples, and I was too like, too many nipple. That's too long of a nipple play. It, like. They talked about nipples for like seriously four pages, and I was like, look, if it were well written erotica about elves, I would read this whole thing. But you've just you've pushed me too far, ma'am. So we're going to 
do some lo- um, Globster Rotica on our Patreon. I really want to. Yes, we're going to write it and then read it to you in the creepiest sexy voice you've ever heard. So, And <laughs> as I as you hear me read to you the Globster Rotica, this is what I want you to picture. Okay. Well, that's reading to you. A pale creature that is mostly hairless with a rubbery body. Oh. <laughs> Ew, I'm grossing myself out. <laughs> it has it has, quote, revolting features. Mm. Which is like, that's rude. Revolt me. That's I'm I'm gonna revolt myself if I keep going down this road. Um, it has a snub nose, which kinda sounds cute. I don't see mm-hmm. what's revolting about that. Um, and very long arms that end in long curved claws and smooth frog-like skin. The very long arms freak me out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the picture is so grody. I can't, I can't stop thinking about it in my head. Whew. I just heard Jerry Blank's voice from Strangers with Candy in my mind. And she said, I'm moist as a snack cake down there. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm moist as a globster. Oh, they are oh. moist because they come out of the water. I'm moist as a globster down there, she said. That's the that's the only bit of the, your face. <laughs> are you stuck that way or is the is the call messing up? <laughs> my face got stuck <laughs> in a certain Y'all, she way. She just looked so shocked and grossed out and a little bit turned on i think <laughs> like oh my god i can't believe i'm turned on by this i'm aroused and disgusted and then aroused again <laughs> i'm moist as a globster down there god. oh you're welcome y'all <sighs> so that's yeah. that's a little taste of what you will get for if oh, you taste hit... oh okay so everything sorry, i say now sounds disgusting god damn it Okay, I'll try to stop. I'm going to be quiet for about 30 All right. seconds. All right. While the head of the animal is clearly... No, that's not what it says at all. While the head is clearly an animal's head, the torso is strange and the limbs are reminiscent of thin human arms. And they yeah. are. Yuck. It's weird. Here's some funny descriptions from some media outlets. A small portly version of the alien in E.T., Okay. And and the Lord of the Rings, Gollum's long lost cousin. Oh, they had long lost cousins. Oh, let's reunite them. Oh, be sweet. And then make make some erotica about it. A little bit of Lord of the Rings. Is there any crossover? Gollum erotica? Is there Gollum erotica? You, there probably is. Probably. There's no. There's no original kink left to be performed anymore. Okay, so people speculated. All up and down about what this uh, globster could really be. People thought it was a hairless sloth, an alien species, a creature new to science, Ooh. An ex- uh, some kind of genetic mutation, a dolphin. <laughs> what? Does not look Dolphins like a dolphin. do not have limbs. What the hell? A dolphin with arms, y'all. A, a mutated dolphin or a pit bull terrier. No. That, no, they, I don't think their legs are that long. It doesn't, y'all, no. Maybe if a dolphin and a pit bull terrier got it on and had some sort of crossbreed animal. Now I just can't stop thinking about weird sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some Panamanian zoologist said it appeared to be a fetus of some kind, which no. trips me out. What? A, and, what? a fetus? A huge uh, fetus. A huge uh, a giraffe fetus with a very short neck. <laughs> I don't know. A science author named Darren Nash on scienceblogs.com supported the sloth hypothesis, but had a difficult time explaining the creature's hairlessness. In 1996, similar photographs were taken of a creature found on the coast between Panama and Costa Rica, and that was later confirmed to be a sloth that had started to decay. So they performed a biopsy on it. Four days after it was discovered, and determined it was, in fact, that of a brown-throated sloth. Sloth. A species... A sloth. I feel like I'm talking really slow, and I think maybe it's because I'm talking about a sloth. (laughs) 
they brown throated sloth. <laughs> a species that is common in the area. A local veterinarian who works at a zoo in Rio. Nope. That's not what that says at all. Wow, guys. I got globster sex on the brain. <laughs> a veterinarian who works at a zoo in Brazil, so not local, don't know where I pulled that from, explained that most people know how a dead animal looks in a dry environment. The body must have got stuck under the water, and the movement of the currents gave the false impression that it was alive. Hmm. So, so I guess the he's kids saying... Thought it, the teenagers thought it was alive when it came... Right. Because they would probably, it it was under the water, which, since it wasn't under the water for so long, its hair would all fall out, I guess, and it would be bloated, because it had been in the water for two days, I think they said. Yeah. That makes sense. It'd be hairless and bloated, Mm. just like me after I take a shower. Mm Mm-hmm. I, sh- I shave everything, head to toe, and I nice. just eat a bunch of salty stuff and get all bloated. Get a good bloat going. <laughs> Seriously, though, I don't shave anything, so <laughs> that's the biggest lie ever. I don't think I've shaved my legs since the 90s. No, not, a, not a joke. <laughs> all right. Looks- okay. Okay. Hairless and bloated. Hairless Ew, and gross. bloated. Got it. Mm-hmm. So after, it. after it was identified as a sloth, it was buried by the staff of the National Environmental Authority of Panama, where the autopsy took place. So some people are, are not convinced by the sloth argument, citing that the pigmentation and general features of the creature are unlike those of the common Central American sloth, and whether it was an alien or government experiment or a mutation made by the very polluted waters around Panama City, it was in the best interest to calm everybody down by dismissing the creature with a boring old practical explanation like a waterlogged sloth. So that would be the end of my story, except I dug up a cop- a couple. What? No, I didn't. <laughs> That's not a word. I dug up a couple local legends. All right. All right. From I the area. Legends. I thought you would like it. And the t- I'm going to read you three. Two of them are just a little spoopy. And then the last one relevant to the Panama creature. So these stories come from an area called the Darien Gap, which is apparently a very dangerous place to go, but it's also really beautiful. It's, and I want to go to there. And it is about four or five hours away from Cerro Azul, the town where the creature was found. So not that far away. There are three major indigenous groups that live there, the Kuna, the Imbira, and the Waunan. And this is from an account of a pro-travel journalist who traveled into the Darien Gap and met these indigenous people and was told of these woodland, forest, whatever spirits. So this is a third-hand account. This is third-hand. So grain of salt, probably maybe like three grains of salt. Yeah. Um, The first jai or forest spirit is the Madra de Agua who lives under whirlpools where she can drown passers-by. Which is so spooky. Mm. The Tuluvia, no, Tuluvieja, Tuluvieja, whose sieve-like face is so ugly that she wears her long hair over her face in shame. Oh, that's sad. It's, it's probably not. Beauty's on the inside, Tuluvieja. I mean, this is the place where there's not a lot of... Um, like there's uh, there's a highway called the Pan American Highway that is nineteen thousand miles long that goes from North America all the way through to Central America. Cool. And the only exception in the in the road is the is Darien Gap. It doesn't exception go through there. Exception for what? For the road, like it goes straight from North America all the way to Central America, and the only place where the road has any sort of gap in it is is the forest. Oh, it's a gap so. in the road. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people go to there because it's dense and dangerous. Hmm. Okay. Or this pro-travel journalist is full of sloth shit. We'll never know. So anyway, besides being super ugly and wearing her hair over her face, now I'm just sad about it, she also has a single sagging distended breast that hangs down in front of her. I feel your pain, sister. That's what my tits are turning into, just one giant titty flopping down over my belly button. I can't even gaze at my own navel because it's just a titty there. (laughs) You can't navel gaze. 
I'm joke. I'm joking. My breasts are fine. Oh God. All right. I'm crying. <laughs> I love you, breasts. I'm sorry I said mean things about you. You're beautiful. I'm actually speaking to my tits right now. All I right. See that. Um, we're being recorded. This is a recording, Sarah. Get it together. Okay. So the local people say that she steals children, and when the fathers come to rescue them, she sprays the rock with slippery milk from her saggy, saggy booby and mm. makes the rocks impassable. She's a new oh, character in erotica. She's totally going to be in the Globster erotica. Okay. So the last one, which is the one I said is sort of relevant to my creature, my Globster, is called the Aripada which is a monster with one hand shaped like a hook for tearing the heart out of its victims. Ooh. Gross. If, if you'll remember in my description, I said that the Panama creature has long hook claws. Mm. So it's probably that. It's That's probably what it is. It's either that or an alien. Look, look it up, guys. Look it up and tell me you don't agree. It's super alien-like, in my opinion. Yeah. So, so what do you think? Is any of that real? Yes. I think that now, I, I don't remember my original theory from the last episode, but now I think that these globsters are experiments of some kind by the government. Oh, and okay. And that they are Genetic. listening in to our podcast and trying to sabotage it because there's That's no other doing. explanation for why this has had okay. to be the third time. <laughs> The government is trying to silence us talking about these sexy globsters. And I- <laughs> the, the, the FBI agent that spies on us when we record um, got too turned on when we talked about globsterotica and c- couldn't handle He's it. He's like, oh my God, I have a giant boner. You can't put this out. It will just destroy everyone. Oh my god. That's my theory. That's what they are. No, but for real, I love those legends. I love all those local legends that are like there's a, a spirit that lives in the water that, and then there's all kinds of like different um forest spirits and water spirits and I Oh love yeah, those. we just watched it. Me too and I want to go we're uh, uh Levon has declared that our next trip that we go on as a family is going to be to Japan, which I'm totally on board with. But I'm yeah. like, well, we got to do a lot of prep for that trip. So how about we go camping a couple times first? <laughs> yeah, just to get ready for Japan. <laughs> I mean, just saying. Anyway, so because we went to see Totoro, my neighbor Totoro, on the big screen uh, yesterday. Cool. Which is one of our favorite Miyazaki movies. We've seen it like 12 times at home. But this is the first time we saw it on the big screen. And it is about, Totoro is a forest spirit. It's about forest spirits. Oh, nice. And yeah, and Japan also has amazing, which I'm guess, I guess every culture does have uh, you know just incredible stories about the creepiest things that they either made up to scare their children or to explain things or whatever but mm-hmm. you're, you're going with their government e- genetic experiments mm-hmm. and they don't want us to talk about it yeah and they also got a little turned on so they <laughs> they said <laughs> deleted nope. deleted our recording from your computer <laughs> There's, they said we are shutting this down. They also they already shut it down. They already didn't want us to talk about it the first time, and they caused the thunderstorm because they were controlling the weather. Oh, they caused the thunderstorm. This is that sounding made us more and more likely. <laughs> not be able to record the first time we wanted to record this episode, and then the second time was even worse because of the of the boners because it got so sexy in here, <laughs> and they deleted it. So we'll see if this yep. if this sees the light of day. It's a miracle. I don't think either of us should ever see the light of day again after this. That sounds fine. To to, I'll stay in bed. Go to bed for a long time. Good night. Good night. No, okay. wait. You can't go to sleep yet. You have to tell me about oh, okay. another another one of them lobsters. I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm so creeped out. <laughs> I guess I'm ready because we have to do it, but now I'm just feeling I can't. Look, I can't make eye contact. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about the Montauk Monster. Oh, goody! I can't wait. I've never heard this story before. <laughs> ever, ever, especially not two days ago. Okay, no, so mm-hmm. definitely not. I'm gonna tell you my sources. My sources were a an article called investigating the montauk monster the story deepens from july Ooh, 2008 it deepens it deepens god damn it and then 
discover.com and of course as always Wikipedia. The Montauk Monster was uh-huh. an animal carcass that washed ashore on a beach near the business district of Montauk in uh, New York in July 2008. Okay. The identity of the creature and the veracity of the stories surrounding it have been the subject of much controversy. For she, I can't say controver- controversy. Controversy? <laughs> and speculation. Okay. Oh, the- you know what? That creature all it wanted to do was go get a job as a businessman it was its dream i just want to do business here in this district of business <laughs> it was a business globster because i'm bloated hairless dead thing <laughs> this is discrimination against bloated how, hairless dead things <laughs> this is how the globster erotica starts i heard you were looking for a business globster i heard you needed to do some business is it business time? Or and what? it makes like <laughs> globby noises the whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Turkey buzzards, please forgive me for whatever that just was. Uh, I'm begging. Okay. I'm begging for your mercy. <laughs> and here's what I wrote next. Are you ready? I was okay. really getting I'm into so my story ready. here because I wrote this. Picture it. It's July 2008. We're wearing baby doll tops with shorts. Barack Obama's running for president. Hey, so is Ron Paul. And Low by T-Pain is the number one song. Also, MySpace is still a thing. Wow. I have, you took me right back to 2003. Is that what year it was? 2008. Oh, 2008. Shit, sorry. I went Don't too far me, back. 2008 is a whole different... 2003 is a different scenario completely. That's true. Whew. Ooh, what are we doing in 2003? We're like still going to raves. Oh God, the fashion. So I was bad. wearing, I was wearing, um, uh, like a fur- fuzzy, uh, like a kind of a velvety pink hat everywhere I went for some reason Were in you? 2003. <laughs> yes, I was, girl. It was bad. <laughs> I had like the haircut of a, a kindergarten boy. <laughs> and that might have been the year where the one arm of my glasses fell off and I couldn't afford to get new glasses. <laughs> so I just walked around with one arm on my glasses looking like a kindergarten boy. I think I, that was deep into my androgynous. I really liked men's shirts and giant pants still. Mm. I wasn't ready to let go of the 90s. <laughs> I'm still not ready to let go. Anyway, so I'll picture it, you're wearing go. a baby doll top, and this, and it's July, and it's 2008, and some shit right, washes right, right, up right. on the a beach. Okay, here we are. And we're in Montauk, New York. So I don't know what the fashion was like there. Maybe someone from Montauk can send us a picture from hey, 2008. Do any, do any of you turkey buzzards live in Montauk? If so, send us some, some on-the-street pics of life in 2008. Okay, so after the mysterious carcass washed up ashore... Um, Gawker posted an article with a photo of a bloated, leathery corpse that looked like no animal anyone had ever seen. Um, it was a stout, hairless creature with a beak, claws, and almond-shaped eyes familiar of renderings of space aliens. And it looked, (gasps) in short, like a monster. So people thought it was an alien or some other species or... Some mutant thing, kind of like in your story, right? Like mine, yeah. Yeah. And also at first, people thought it was either a marketing stunt or a hoax. What so, are you marketing? Globsterotica? Mo- I'm on board. Give it to me. When we <laughs> when we market our Globsterotica, guess what? We'll, we'll look out for some bloated corpses in your town. I'm going to kill something, shave it, and put it in the water. I'm not crazy. You are. <laughs> Read our Globsterotica. For not reading this Globsterotica. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So a number of eyewitnesses say that they saw the monster with their own eyes. A passerby, um, a standerby, Michael Meehan, who was a 22-year-old waiter at the... A bystander? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A standerby. I was going to say it sooner, but I was laughing so hard at standerby that I couldn't say it. Okay, so standerby. I'm going with standerby. I like it. Uh, Michael Meehan said, I saw the monster. 
I just came walking down the beach and everyone was looking at it. No one knew what it was. It kind of looked like a dog, but it had this crazy looking beak. I mean, I would freak out if something like that popped up next to me in the water. That was a quote. Thanks, stander by Michael. He also said that one woman called animal control multiple times and he said, again, quote, she wanted to name it after herself. I think they came and got it. The carcass. Oh, my God. So this lady's like, listen, I don't know what you're going to do with this dead, bloated, leathery thing, but I need you to name it Karen, okay? Because I deserve something good in this life. (laughs) And I want this to be named after me. It reminds me of myself. I got so many feelings about this dead, bloated thing. Um, So basically, he said, but he says, I think they came and got it. So he's not sure. If anyone came and got it, or if it was named after Karen Karen, or whatever. Karen took Karen home, and now Karen and Karen are having a beautiful life together. Oh, my God. There's episode two of Globsterotica. (laughs) However, the East Hampton branch of animal control has never commented, and one witness says that animal control never came. Others still say an old guy came and carted it away, saying... I'm going to mount it on my wall. Okay, old man. So, You're going to have to fight Karen for it. <laughs> did Karen take it? Did did the old man mount it? Did old man Jenkins mount the globster's head on the... And call his... it Karen? Oh, God, he probably did. Oh, oh my no. gosh. So we don't know Stop. what happened to the carcass, okay? we It's disappeared. It's a mystery. That's why we're talking about it's it. It's mysterious and weird. <laughs> The carcass was not in perfect shape. Obviously, it was bloated. It was missing some teeth. It appeared to have no skin. But on closer inspection of the photos that were taken, scientists say the animal appeared to be a raccoon. Uh, Regarding the beak, Larry Penny, the director of natural resources for the town of East Hampton, said, we thought it could be a raccoon that was skinned and had its upper jaw missing. Nonetheless, I wrote, who the fuck skinned a raccoon? I know who it was. It was Daniel Boone. We talked about Daniel Boone in the last time we tried to record this, and I made a really funny joke, and now I can't. Oh, I said it was Macklemore. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said, who's the guy who wears the... Raccoon? I couldn't remember Daniel Boone's name. I remembered it this time. Um, paleontologist Darren Nash, who you mentioned in your, your story, too. Wait, seriously? Yeah, you said Darren Nash. I know I did, but did yeah. you... Is that the... N-A-I-S-H? Yeah, so it says that he wrote a pretty convincing argument that the monster is indeed a raccoon. Um, we need to get in touch with Darren Nash, I think. Darren, what's up? We need to interview you about globsters, and then we need to know um, some details for our globsterotica. We Seriously. Get... I'm going to work on that email after we get We'll done. consult him. So... He said, it was the digits of the hands that gave this away for me. The Montauk carcass has a very strange, elongated, almost human-like fingers with short claws. And he also said, raccoons are well known for having particularly dexterous, dexterous fingers. Ew, stop. That lack the sort of interdigital webbing normally present in carnivores. So, if you're surprised. I I majored in interdigital webbing. (laughs) Oh, you got your degree in interdigital webbing? Are you a raccoon? I am, in fact, a garbage bear, yes. So he also said, if you're surprised by the length of the Montauk animal's limbs, note that raccoons are surprisingly leggy. They got some long getaway sticks. Look at them gams. So sexy. (laughs) So the fact is that raccoons do reside in that area of New York in coastal marshes, and in the article from Discover said... Perhaps this raccoon got swept away like the handful of unfortunate people who freakishly died around the same time from a strong rip current in the area. And then this is how um, I summed everything up. We would ask scientists to step up and do some experiments, though unfortunately it seems the body of the animal has disappeared. As such, (gasps) the monster may well be following Bigfoot's footsteps Going down in history as suburban legend. What? Where's the carcass, y'all? Who has the carcass? Show me that carcass! (laughs) Oh my god. So, what do you think? Is any of that real? 
I well, I respect Darren Nash's opinion. Obviously, we've talked about him twice in the same podcast. Clearly. He must be a globster expert. We seriously, I that should I want that to be. We have to interview Darren Nash. I'm gonna get on it right now. Shout out to Darren Nash. I respect you, Darren Nash. But the thing had a beak. Explain the beak, Darren. Anyway, I do agree. I also do agree that um, that garbage bears are dexterous. Dexterous? Is that a word? Dexterous. Is that what the word? Dexterous? Mm-hmm. I can't ever say that word for some reason. Ambidextrous, dexterous. I can't say it. You just said it. Yeah, next time I'll fuck it up, though. Anyway, okay. dexterous. I'm going to say it again. I have watched them eat, like, pick up uh, little morsels of cat food on the side porch and eat them like they're like little human hands and they wash their hands in the cat's water it's the cutest thing ever i love raccoons beyond that and beyond my respect for darren nash i will say it's probably i'm gonna go with my theory which is that they are aliens alien creatures Mm mm-hmm and that's why we can't record this episode because the aliens keep interfering with everything okay yeah, that's. Yeah. I agree. We okay. could ask the magic eight ball to be sure. Let's do it. Okay. Let's ask the magic eight ball. Well, I'll be right back. I have to go get it, and I'm about to pee my oh pants my anyway. God. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Fast. All right. You better pee fast, cause I'm gonna lay down and go to sleep. Cause today has been a really hard day, and my anxiety is through the roof, and I'm very itchy, and my butt stinks, and I need to take a shower. And I can't stop thinking about horny globsters. What am I gonna do? I gotta go to bed. <laughs> Hurry up and pee. Pee, pee, pee. What is happening to me? I don't know. It's bad. Make me stop. I can't stop. Cause you're still peeing. And you're back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm laughing because I just sang the entire time you were gone, and right before you put your headphones on, I said, and you're back, and then you said, I'm back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you want to ask the Magic 8-Ball about aliens? Or- yeah, or you can ask them about um, the government. Whoever, ask them. Just ask the Magic 8-Ball if someone is, in fact, trying to keep us from putting out this episode. Okay. Magic 8-Ball. Is someone or something or some what? entity... <laughs> <laughs> trying to interfere with this episode so that we cannot speak about the globsters. Oh, it says ask again. God, that was a long question. Don't make me it ask It was a long again. question. I think you me? held it too close to your mouth. Okay, I'll hold it a little farther <laughs> away from my mouth. Magic 8-Ball. Is someone or something or some entity trying to interfere with this episode that we may not speak about globsters? Huh? Huh? I keep huh? saying ask again. I just did. Maybe. <gasps> Now someone is trying to interfere with a magic eight ball. Oh my god! Okay, a magic eight ball is I'm something so interfering with you right now. I'm so scared right now. It says, maybe. <laughs> Seriously, if if we get done with this and something goes wrong, I will never talk about globsters again. <laughs> we won't even. We won't write the globsterotica. It's all off the table. Off the table. No one will even know about it. Oh my god! Because was- I'm having a crisis. <laughs> I'm crisis having an existential faith. globster crisis right now. Oh God! So okay, so you had did you had one more thing that you wanted to read to us before? Oh we go? yeah, I was gonna just tell you the funny something funny that my friend Alex messaged us on Instagram. He's such because he's such a funny guy, oh Alex. Um, I wasn't sarcastic. He's in fact a very funny guy. Um, so we I think you posted in the story this tweet about a millennial or a person. Was it a person using oh, a Ouija board? It was like board? it was like someone asking the Ouija board if there's a spirit here, and they said yes, and then they said the person says, "Okay, well, your half of the rent is six hundred dollars, and it's due on the first of the month." That's right. Yeah, you're gonna haunt my place. You pay me. <laughs> yes, you gotta pay me. Mm-hmm. So, Alex responded to that story and said that he wants an anime where a ghost gets a part-time job after being bullied by an overbearing 20-something in order to pay rent. And I said, that sounds amazing. I would totally watch that. And then he responded, the second after I sent that message, my jewel started vaping on its own. Millennial ghost is real! (laughs) So now I like... There's millennial ghosts. Of course. 
Of course there are, sadly. Yes, yeah. there are probably already millennial ghosts, and you know they're going to be vaping, and it's got to be a jewel, because that's the cool thing. That is so funny. I just think, no, I just really want Alex to write this anime, which, if anybody's going to do it, it should be him at this point. It sounds good. Here, we gonna... TM it for you, Alex. TM, TM. Let's, do, let's team up. Like, we can help with the anime, and he can help us with the globster porn or erotica. Or oh, he would, be, he would be great at globster erotica. All right, y'all, if you have any um, other <laughs> ideas for literary um, pursuits for us or if you've ever seen oh, yeah. something weird, wash up on the shore. Or if you were in Montauk in the summer of 2008 and you have some photos, please email us at none of this please. is real podcast at gmail.com. Yes, we need to hear all your stories. We're also still accepting life as gross stories. Oh, yes, always. Always. Um, if you want to send us a recording of your voice telling us what's real to you, um, what's your favorite conspiracy theory, a- anything, what makes, what scares you, you can send a an audio file to our email and we'll put it on the end of the pod. Yeah, I want to hear your beautiful voice telling me something scary. That yeah. sounds fun. I like it. I like it too. Also, you know, you could hop on that little iTunes and rate and review us so that other weirdos can find us. That would be very helpful. Yes, and that, that will be. You. And we would appreciate it. And we do appreciate you already for just listening and being there. Being there for us because God knows we need it. Podcasting is so hard when the aliens and the government are in- interfering. Just let us... Finish this Globsterotica. And don't silence yeah. my vulva. Oh, don't. Anyway, I think that's pretty much about it. Please follow us on all the social medias and um, find us on Patreon if you want to support the podcast. Yeah, find us. We're there. We're here. And also, I just really want you all to know that you don't have to believe any of the shit we just said. Did you hear any of the shit we just said? <laughs> Do not believe it. No. But you do have to believe on yourself. Please believe all over yourself. Believe all over yourself, guys. Nathan, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Well, dogs' feet are turned into Fritos. Uh, The G spot. Uh, Chupacabras are roaming suburbia. And... um, Oh my god!